Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Perseus Poku. On today's episode, we wanted to continue our discussion on Bible themes. Part 2. Bible Themes Part 2. On the last episode, we talked about the book of Genesis, uh, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, uh, Joshua, and we ended on Judges. And we talked about the importance of knowing the themes of each book because God, who is the author who inspired men to write his will, his plan, has an objective or a lesson to teach all of us from each book. As we look at the historicity, as we look at the genre as we look at the words as we look at the context we find out that God didn't just throw words together nor are the stories of the Bible to be left up to interpretation for whosoever will and we came up with a term or we introduced the term the term hermeneutics And some of you are familiar with this term and others are not familiar with this term hermeneutics. And we define hermeneutics as the science and art of biblical interpretation. The science and art of biblical interpretation. So in other words, hermeneutics is the correct method or the correct approach to interpreting the Bible We can't just open up the Bible and allow gravity to pull up a page and then just arbitrarily start reading it and thinking we have the full story. There's an order to the Bible. We have to know how to read the Bible so we can interpret a metaphor for what it is and we can translate or interpret the literal aspects for what it is and we get ourselves in trouble when we mix up metaphors or analogies with things that were intended to uh, to be taken literal so knowing the books of the bible as i said on the last episode helps us to stay within the boundaries of what the intent the original intent was and once we're able to decipher what the author was trying to communicate to the audience, then we can ask ourselves the question, what is the universal principle that applies to all believers? So if I'm reading something in the Old Testament, I need to make sure that my hermeneutics are sound so I would know what is culturally binding just for the Jews versus what's applicable for all believers, whether you are Jew or Gentile. 
So again, the, the themes, knowing the themes will help us to stay center on God's message uh, from each book. So the book of Genesis, just to review, we says uh, the book, the theme for Genesis is the book of beginnings, the beginning of man, the beginning of woman, the beginning of life, the beginning of Numa spirit, the, 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 in terms of human spirit, the beginning of sin. We often look around ourselves and and people wonder why things are not the way that it ought to be. Why is there so much evil? Well, we can trace back to the inception of sin. So Genesis gives us our roots. It gives us our human heritage. We did not evolve from monkeys or other primates uh, from other species. God created a human back in the garden and uh, we are all offspring of Adam. So Genesis is the book of beginnings, the uh, beginning of the universe, the beginning of the creation, uh, the beginning of redemption, then Exodus, the redemption and sanctification of God's people, the redemption and sanctification of God's people, Leviticus, the sanctification of God's people, meaning that God was setting Israel aside for a specific purpose, then Numbers, the testing of God's people. That's the theme of numbers. The testing of God's people. Deuteronomy. The preparation and instruction of God's people. The preparation as well as instruction of God's people. Joshua. The theme is no matter how hard it may seem, God keeps his promises. No matter how hard it may seem, God keeps his promises. Then judges. Despite Israel's unfaithfulness, God is faithful. Despite Israel's unfaithfulness, God is faithful. Then Ruth. The theme of Ruth is God will keep his promises and keep a remnant to fulfill his promises. Again, God will keep his promises and keep a remnant to fulfill his promises. Just when it seemed like Israel's God's promise to Israel would not be fulfilled as we uh, leave judges because of Israel's sin. We read the story about uh, Naomi and Ruth and uh, Boaz, the kinsman redeemer, and how when things look bleak, God promises was fulfilled through Boaz. So we, there's a universal principle that we all can learn from this, that no matter how hard he may seem, he will keep his promises and keep a remnant to fulfill his promises. So things in the 21st century may seem bleak. It may seem like those that are following uh, unrighteous ways are uh, succeeding. It may seem like those that are evil are prospering. It may seem like the uh, those that are committing atrocious things are getting away with it. But God's promises is still in effect. Don't always walk by sight. We walk by faith as Christians and not by sight. So it's important that you remember that God will keep his promises and keep a remnant to fulfill those promises. Just when Israel had not heard from uh, God for hundreds of years, 
uh, here comes uh, John the Baptist. And uh, subsequently, here comes Jesus the Christ. So uh, there were some who didn't think that the Messiah would arrive. Uh, even John, when he was uh, being pressured, uh, sent a disciple to Christ and said, are you the Messiah or should we look for another? So God will always have a remnant to testify about his plan and to testify about how good he is. And some of you all that are listening to me may be going through something right now. Maybe you are you struggling with some issues that seems overwhelming. Maybe you're walking in the valley. Maybe it's been dark for a very long time. But we have hope. We have hope through his word. We have hope through prayer. We have hope through his countenance. And we are reassured and we can stand on this promise that God will keep his promises. He's a promise keeper. Then first Samuel, second Samuel, first and second Kings, they share a common theme, which is the rise and fall of Israel's monarchy. The rise and fall of Israel's monarchy. You may be tuning in and asking yourself, why am I going through these Bible themes? Well, again, it's connected to this whole thing of hermeneutics. Bad hermeneutics leads to bad interpretation. Bad interpretation leads to bad lessons. Bad lessons leads to hurtful lives, leads to pain, leads to strife, leads to falsehood. And that as we look at history and how lies have destroyed people's lives, we know the, the severity of making sure that we stand on God's word and we uh, are teaching and preaching the soundness of his word uh, through good hermeneutics, the science and art of biblical interpretation. When we don't practice hermeneutics, uh, situations like uh, Jim Jones and situations like David Koresh and the Branch Davidians, uh, situations like the Heaven Gates cult, uh, situations like the uh, Harold Campen and his family arise and, and, and hurt people. So it's important as believers, we stand on the promises of God and we know the authentic word and knowing the authentic word will help us to identify the uh, those words that are false, those words that are not of God. So the best thing to do is to know God's word for yourself, uh, know the uh, authentic and the sound doctrines that the Bible teach. Then first and second Chronicles, the theme is the sovereignty of God in preserving his people and bringing them into the land. The sovereignty of God in preserving his people and bringing them into the land. Then the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, the theme is the faithfulness of God to keep his covenant promise and to keep his prophetic word that he will restore Israel's fortunes. Again, Ezra and Nehemiah, the theme is the faithfulness of God to keep his covenant promise and to keep his prophetic word that would restore Israel's fortunes. Then the book of Esther, the theme is the providential care of God in preserving his people. The providential care of God in preserving his people. So as you read, the story of Queen Esther as you read this uh, this narrative 
on how she uh, she ascended uh, through the uh, the throne. Uh, she ascended to higher uh, places and learning that God showed favor on her. Remember that the uh, it was the providential care of God in preserving his people uh, that what God had uh, promised to Abraham was still uh, in existence uh, was still applicable and he was still even though the, uh, the the book of Esther doesn't highlight God it's inferred and you see God's handiwork all of her life then the book of Job why do the righteous suffer that's the theme why do the righteous suffer as believers we can't buy into this new theism this new theism that it infers or insinuates that we can have the Christ without the cross. This new theology that desires to have all of the luxuries, all the blessings of God without sacrifice on the part of the believer. That's not doctrinal. When we are saved, when we follow Christ, we are going to go through some things. And the story of Job shall remind us that it doesn't matter how righteous or how pious you think you may be. Trouble uh, has no respect to persons. You can be doing everything that you think you ought to be doing and troubles will still come your way. No believer avoids trouble. No believer avoids suffering. We all have to endure that's why scripture says like a good soldier endure hardship. Jesus reminds us that we all have to bear our own cross. Yes, we will go through things when we decide to follow Christ. For one thing, our enemy, Satan, is not happy that we're following Christ. So he'll do everything he can to throw us off track. He'll use the people closest to you to try to get you off track, to try to persuade. Uh, persuade you from following Jesus Christ he'll use you getting laid off at your job he'll use a medical condition he'll use the people that you used to run with to try to get throw you off track so just remember the theme of Job is why do the righteous suffer and we learn that God because of Job's faithfulness God was able to restore everything he lost and more then the theme of Psalms is the book of praises, the book of praises. One thing about praise, if you praise God good enough, it's hard to have a pity party. If you praise God long enough, it's difficult to uh, allow your situations and circumstances to overburden you. Praise, there's something therapeutic about praising God, about singing gospel songs about uh, reading hymns and about rejoicing concerning the goodness of God praise him whenever you get the opportunity matter of fact don't wait till an opportunity fall on your lap make way for praise be intentional about praise then the book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom based on godly principles the book of wisdom based on godly principles then we have ecclesiastes and the theme for ecclesiastes is life is meaningless or vain unless one lives for god life is meaningless or vain 
a less oneless for God. That is a theme that we ought to uh, inscribe on the tables of our heart. As we look around in today's society, that's not the case. We find even people inside the church are chasing after the things that the writer Koheleth uh, of Ecclesiastics warns us about, about those who are chasing after material things, those who dare to prostitute the word of God by mishandling his words in order to gain material things. There's nothing wrong with material things in its proper context. If that's what the Lord wants to give you, but we shouldn't be preoccupied with becoming rich. We shouldn't be preoccupied. We shouldn't sacrifice the other uh, things that that takes priority. One is charity. One, one is having a godly love. And that's what first Corinthians is all about. You can have all of this, all of that. But if you don't have charity, you don't have anything. The things that can't be destroyed by moth. Those are the things that God wants us to aspire to. So it's important that we remember uh, this theme of Ecclesiastic that uh, outside of God, everything is vain. Life is meaningless or vain unless one lives for God. Life is meaningless or vain unless one lives for God. Then a song of Solomon or in some Bible, the Canticles. The theme is the sanctity and rhapsody of sexual love as shared in the marriage relationship. The sanctity and rhapsody of sexual love as shared in the marriage relationship. And I spoke about the role of sex in a relationship a few episodes ago. And just to restate that God is not against sex, but he has put boundaries on when sex can occur. And it should occur with it should occur within the uh, marriage relationship. The book of Isaiah. The theme is Yahweh is our salvation. Yahweh is our salvation. Yahweh is our salvation. Jeremiah. The throwing down of the people of God in judgment for their sins and the reestablishment of the people of God in the future blessings of the messianic kingdom. It's a lot of words, but it captures the essence or the theme of what the book is about. So the theme of Jeremiah, the throwing down of the people of God in judgment for their sins and the reestablishment of the people of God in the future blessings of the messianic kingdom. Lamentations. The theme is hope in God. Ezekiel. The theme is God strengthens. Daniel, God is my judge. Hosea, the salvation or deliverance of Israel. Joel, Yahweh is God. Amos, the judgment of Israel. Obadiah, God will bless those that bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. Jonah, the grace of God is for those who believe in God. That's a good story right there. That's a good message. The grace of God is for those who believe in God. Micah, who is Yahweh? Nahum, 
God will bring consolation to his people. Habakkuk, the righteous must live according to faith by trusting in God and doing what is righteous. Zephaniah, the day of Yahweh. Haggai, the return to the Lord as the focus of Israel's lives. Zechariah, God remembers his people. Then Malachi, the coming of the angel of the Lord, who is the messenger of the covenant and will lead God's people into the kingdom. Let me read that again. The coming of the angel of the Lord, who is the messenger of the covenant and will lead God's people into the kingdom. That's the theme of Malachi. So I would like for you to use these themes as you're doing your Bible exegesis, as you're doing your Bible study to make sure that you are interpreting these passages correctly for these chapters that were uh, put there for our benefit are to help us to make sense of what God has spoken through his prophets and through his writers. And it's important that we don't subjectivize first the scriptures trying to make it fit what we believe. We must first figure out what the scripture is saying and then from that draw upon the universal principles. So we'll continue more on our Bible themes as we transition to the New Testament on next week's episode. While I have a few seconds, I want to encourage all of our parents, all of our pastors, all of our listeners to sign up your high school students, your college students for the upcoming apologetics boot camp on April 19th. I will be there to share with our young people the 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 facts concerning the Christian faith. Why they should not feel intimidated by some of these science teachers. Uh, many of our young people are being uh, intimidated and they're being uh, bullied by some of these professors and teachers uh, trying to show them data that's been misconstrued. And these workshops, th this apologetic workshop on the 19th is designed to equip our young people that they may stand boldly for the Lord. You may register at www.aycce.org www.aycce.org we look forward to seeing all of you on april 19th from 9 to 12 have a blessed and wonderful day thanks for listening to sound reasoning with apologist and minister perseus poku from sound reasoning ministries it's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your christian faith with boldness Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Sound Reasoning Ministries, srministries.org. 
Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once.